Yo, what up? Welcome into the No Catch Up podcast for Chicago by Chicago. I'm Sean Little. This is episode three. I'm with my boy Nick Harvey, Nick the Quick. We're going to talk the Bulls' last couple ball games. We're going to go through the Bears. They're talking about signing another quarterback to uh, come replace uh, Jay Cutler. We're going to talk Cubs, White Sox, and uh, we got a little game call. We're going to call it Draco questions because you know it's Draco season. So let's get it. Nick, episode three. Episode three, man. We man. made it, man. Yo, one made and two, it. one and made two it. weren't bad, but we're gonna try to make uh, we're gonna try to make three a little bit better. Coming up on about two hours worth of content for y'all, man. Un- unbelievable, unbelievable. All right, let's jump right into it. Bulls last couple ball games. Um, they won four in a row. Then in the last three, they're one and two. They dropped to the Nuggets. They dropped to the Warriors. I mean, excuse me. They beat the Warriors and they dropped to the Clippers. Right. Jumping back to the Warriors real quick. So. It's a good win, obviously, right? They beat the Warriors. And I called it. I told you, you last did. week, man. This is the game that they would fuck around and right. win, man. This is typical bullshit for you. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they come out, they get a win, and it's a good win because, you know, that's the best team in the West. Mm-hmm. And I was going, I was watching the game, and we beat them, but it was literally the worst game the Warriors ever could have played. And they were up a point with like three minutes Actually, left. Actually, it was the worst game of the season. They scored 87 points. Steph Curry was ice cold, man. None Freezing. Of his little, none of his little tricks or any of that little cute shit that he does was working. Um, just completely ice cold, man. Obviously, no KD up in there. Um, Bobby Portis looking like a star. Yo, Bobby looked Bobby good. Bobby Portis, man. You might have to give Bobby Portis a look. Um, I really like Bobby Portis, man. He was looking good. Our defense was looking great. Yeah. Rondo pushing the ball. Um, everything you wanted to see from the Bulls, you really saw. That game. Yeah, no. I mean, the Warriors shot 38%. That's their worst uh, mm-hmm. worst of the season. Yep. They, um, Clay and Steph combined for 15 of 49. Not happening That's again. 30%. That's worst of the season. They were 3 of 22 from the Trey. Yep. That's the worst of the season. They were 0 of 9 from Trey in the fourth. So, I mean, and these were good looks. Good like, looks, if you watch yeah. the game, like, they were just missing shots. They were just missing like, shots. And they were even talking about it during the game that, you know, hey, Steph has just been off, especially his last few games uh, before today. Just off. So, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. It was all so, over when the place. We, we beat the Warriors there. That's their first back to back loss since April 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, 140, except, for, except for June 2016. Yeah, except for <laughs> Bronny, <laughs> Bronny, Kyrie. The 3-1, uh, <laughs> what? Cupcakes. Regular season is the key word there. Regular uh, season. LeBron James cupcake bacon skills on that troll <laughs> earlier in the season, man. Bronny, man, we, we see you, bro. I need more talent. Hey, and he got it, low-key. He got we'll it, talk man. About yeah, that later, we can talk about that. Dude, 146 games without back-to-back losses. That's an NBA record. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... It's a huge win for us. I mean, but it had to happen to them eventually. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, Bobby Portis had 17 and 13 boards. That's his really? first double double of the season. Yep. Um, Jimmy played an all around game, 22 points, 22, yep. five rebounds, six assists, four steals. So he was all over the place. Um, and then they cl- like so then they went down 85 84 with like three minutes left mm-hmm. in the fourth. And I'm like, we're gonna lose this game. There's no doubt. Like we played hard all game. They've been missing shots. They're gonna close this game out. We're probably gonna lose this game by 13 points. Right. We ended up holding on. Butler hits a, uh, I mean, D Wade hits a turnaround jumper. J- uh, Jimmy closes at the line. Zipster hits a big oh, jump yeah, shot. The, the, the German gunslinger, Paul Zipster, hey, man. I like it. Big man. time shot. Man, he's good, man. Yeah. He plays D, man. He can shoot. He can play. He can play really nice. That was a great pickup for the Bulls. And he should be getting a lot more minutes down the stretch here as we see what we got in him, man. Because that, that dude can ball. Absolutely. Like, he can ball. I really I- like his game, man. Um, Really like Paul Zipser, so definitely, Fred, if you're listening, man, give give him a chance. Right, absolutely. So, Bulls win that game, 94-87, beat the mm-hmm. Warriors, and then we got a primetime game with the Clippers Saturday night. And we were primed for a letdown, too. Um, I, I knew 
watching that game. You know, we looked good in the first half, then the third quarter happened, and right. I don't I don't know what that was. It's like two different basketball it's, it's teams, two different man. Teams, like, I don't yeah. even understand. The, I, Hubie, first off, I love Hubie Brown. Sometimes he gives a lot of great tidbits, and other times he just says stuff because, like, I think he's just talking. Right. Like, he uh, during the Clippers game, he goes um, to campaign. He goes, he can really shoot it. A lot of upside. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. No, he can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was. <laughs> He loves to say a lot of upside about a lot right. of people, real too. Real positive. Yeah, real positive so like, guy. I yeah, I was it. noticing right. that, too. I was like, man, is it time to put Hubie out of his misery? Um, does he just love everybody, or is yeah. he still giving us valuable, exactly. like campaign, valuable really basketball takes? Yeah. I'm on the couch like, campaign cannot maybe shoot for the it. national yeah, audience, yeah. you could say that, yeah. but no, nah, he can't shoot Yeah, man. And he, then I think at another point, he was like, Nico Meritich, I mean, he can put it on the floor. I'm like... What? Yeah. Like, no, he can't. Nico, like, that's the last Nico thing. Nico showing can. his athleticism. I'm right, like, have you like, watched a Nico yeah, Miritich game, man? Game. Nico Miritich should not be <laughs> playing basketball on anybody's team right, right now. I don't know what the obsession is with Nico Miritich. Just a quick side note. I cannot stand Nico Miritich. Please end the Nico Miritich experiment. Give those minutes to Portis. Yeah. Give those minutes to somebody else. This dude will not be on the team next year. I'm done with Nico. I Miritich. think it's part of part of it is that first impression. His first impression was great. Was great. Yeah. It was so you years know what I mean? People kind of yeah. Right. He really People had one hot month, bro. I think he had think a November. A, nah, he had a November where he carried the Bulls in his nah, rookie year. Yeah. He had a November where he carried the Bulls in his rookie year. He showed some flashes, but that was a completely different squad. So that, that guy is no complete, longer. No, 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 man. That guy's not here. You know what he is. What is he gonna get better? He's like 26 yeah. years old, dude. So um, that was so. Yeah, look, but but back to Hubie. So like he he said a couple goofy things that I was like, Hubie, that's not correct. Yeah. But then he was dropping knowledge. Like, look, Bulls are eight and three against the top four teams yeah. in the East, and then on the flip side, we have 17 losses against teams under 500. Yeah. So it's like. The same old eight old story that we play up to comp and play down. Play down. Comp. It's like we'll beat we, the Warriors and right. the Bucks. We cannot figure out. Yeah. Right. Or the Denver game. So Bulls come in Saturday, play the Clips. Who they started fourteen and two to start the season. Mm-hmm. Have kind of been a little, a little off, off tilt. They've with, been dinged up. Yeah. With with I was just, I was just bad injuries. Yeah. yeah. With Blake and and Chris have been out back and forth. They were fourteen and two to start. And they're pretty mediocre since. Yeah, they, uh, I think since the All Star break, they're like one and four. Mm-hmm. Like they needed a win. They needed a they win. They needed a win bad. Yeah. So they come into Chicago early on. Even game. Even game. Yeah. Like, and the Bulls are playing well. Like the okay, same thing. Like, Rondo's coming in, balls moving. You exactly, know, yeah. Exactly. Second, second unit's same looking thing. nice. Lopez came in, picked up eight quick points. Yeah. Rondo came in, was dishing. It's like okay, cool. And we were moving the ball. The yeah. ball was on the break. Yeah. Like, Bobby Portis had a, a couple dunks towards mm-hmm. the end of the first half. Like, Lopez was aggressive that game too, man. Yo, Lopez puts a shift in every game. Yeah, bro. yeah, like, he works hard. He works. He works bro. hard, man. Like, he puts I'll in the work. Say that. Sometimes that shit isn't pretty, but uh, yeah, if you watch Lopez, man, he comes to he work works, every he single puts a day. Shift in, yo. Yeah, every he, week. he puts it right. in, man, for sure. Right. Yeah. So they played well early, and it's the same old story. We go into half. We're up. I think I don't even know how many we're up, but I know we're up. We're playing well. And we come out in the third quarter, and it's we're in shambles, yeah. bro. Like mm-hmm. we can't do anything in the, in the second half. Um, Clippers closed uh, closed the third quarter on a 10-0 run. Jamal Crawford is bro. He's a Hooper's bro, Hooper, bro. Bro, Jamal in the fourth like, quarter yesterday like was stupid. He's um, a Hooper's Hooper. That's it. He's thirty six years old. Born to get buckets. Like, Jamal Seven Crawford is a bucket getter, man. You can't put him in a box. That's his role. Go in and get buckets. And he doesn't care how he's getting them. Yep. He'll cross you over. He's hitting that three. 
They interviewed him post-game, man. That dude does not even look 36. I mean, Jamal Crawford might have a Brady-like run in him where he's just putting up buckets to I mean, about 44 years old. You can just tell old. all he does is hoop. He just hoops. Shoot. They he said it. Remember, Hubie Brown said it. He goes, you're likely to walk into a gym in the Seattle area yeah. in the offseason to see Jamal Crawford hooping. Exactly. Yo, he's like a pro-am legend. So I mean, he's Jam- just a hooper. Yeah, now. bro. That's why he just hoops. He's that's that Seattle area. You got uh, Isaiah Thomas. You got yeah. Jamal Crawford. He's like the father of that uh, Seattle area. Yo, yeah. Jamal Crawford is a timeless bucket getter. Bucket, bucket getter. Certified bucket getter. <laughs> CEO of Bucket Getters Inc. Yeah. is Jamal it's, Crawford. It's, that's it's for real. True. Sign him up. He's on the board of directors. So the Bulls in the third quarter, <laughs> they have three total baskets, mm-hmm. three total field goals, three total buckets. Yeah, like, that was they're not awful. Doing anything. Yeah, they um. They go 3 of 17 in the third quarter. They score 30 total points in the second half. Yeah. So we stopped running the ball. We, yep. stopped, crashing the, we stopped crashing the offensive glass. and Turn the ball over like it was going out and of then, style. And then Jamal, right. Then turn the ball over. We had 20-plus turnovers, 20 turnovers in the game. Then Jamal Crawford started cooking us. And it was like those dagger jump shots. Yeah. Like demoralizing jumpers. Yeah. Like all yeah. net. Like it was yeah. like, damn, like let's get back on D. Yeah. <laughs> It was like all day long. Unconscious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. it was unconscious. So coming up uh, Monday, we have Detroit at mm-hmm. Detroit. Now we're down. Uh, the Bulls are 31 and 31, seventh in the Dead East. That even, now. yeah. Yeah, seventh in the East. And then we play Detroit Monday, who's eighth in the East. Mm-hmm. What do you want to see from those guys going to Detroit Monday, coming off of that Clippers game where – it's, it's it's like a tale of two halves every game. One I want to see the commitment to sticking what's what's sticking with what works and what works is moving the ball. Um, I think what happens with the Bulls all too often is a couple times we try to run some sets. If it doesn't work, it goes into straight hero ball. Yeah. And we have two certified heroes in Wade and Butler. And if you watch it, they'll start playing a two man game, right? right? You know, they'll stick to their side of the court, play a two man yeah. game, and nobody else is involved. Right. And it it doesn't work, man. I mean, neither one of them are good enough shooters to yeah. uh, shoot us back into a game like that. They think they are. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, what I want to see from the Bulls is a commitment to team ball, continuing to play these young guys because they're out there balling now yeah. that they get a little bit more time Your and uh, building towards the future. Man, again, I'm not looking to go into the seventh seed and get knocked out in the first round. I mean, that's what's going to happen. But for me, I'm looking more towards the future and seeing which of these young guys can play. Like, and who, the fact that they're helping us win now makes right. a difference. Man, keep playing them. Right. Stop playing Miritich. That's what I want to see. Right. Like, who – uh, these cats can really play and deserves yeah. to be on the roster. Yeah. And who can we funnel out and bring in other pieces? Right. To, you know what I mean? 100%. Campaign, see what you got with them, man. Right. You know, see what you got with Campaign. See what you have with Paul Zipser. See what you have with Felicio, who is balling right now. He balling. plays hard. The dude runs the floor, yep. right? Runs the floor like a gazelle. Um, he's always finishing, man. I really like that guy. Yep. And they're winning ball games with these guys, you know, since that trade. So you might as well keep playing them. That might be what the Bulls need. Um. You know, and I think get they the fit. young guys out there with Rondo, yeah, and let them run around and just play hard and play basketball. And they fit like, Fred's system better, man. If that's the system that he wants, that free flowing basketball where everybody's kind of moving around, um, it looks good, man. So that's yeah. what I want to see from the Bulls going forward because Ant- it's not like we're getting blown out playing these guys. Right? Is Ant Morrow hurt? Yeah, he's hurt. Okay, or, that's or, what I, I was just yeah. making sure because I'm like, yo, this is we need shooting hey. like. Black Boy Pacino on the men, man. We need <laughs> you to come back, man. We're just not the same team without Black, Black Boy, Boy Pacino. Pacino. Boy. Yeah, so <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I want to see the young dudes get some tick. I want to see Jimmy stay consistent because mm-hmm. he hasn't been too consistent lately. No, it's he like, hasn't. He's been balling, and he'll kind of get What, do you have 13 shots the other night against yeah, – exactly. uh, Yeah. So it's like he gets disengaged. He's not really hooping like he should, and then it's like, okay, now I'm going to ball like this quarter or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So go out, stay consistent. Let those young guys get minutes. 
We'll see who we have, who we can keep. Is campaign the answer? We don't know. Let's keep giving him minutes. Let's keep giving um, Denzel minutes. Let's yeah, keep Denzel Valentine also. Yeah, I'm so, sorry I didn't mention Denzel Valentine, but I mean yeah. that dude. And the difference with with Valentine and Portis, like the two of them, they're playing with the confidence right now. Yeah, I mean those guys started getting minutes, and you watch Valentine, he's shooting that thing with confidence. Yes, Bobby Portis going out to the three point line, really yeah. trying to expand his game, see what he is as a player. Yep, um, that stuff matters, man. So Bobby yeah. Portis out here playing with confidence. I really like what I'm seeing from uh, from Bobby. Yeah, no, and, and Denzel. All right, Bulls 31-31, and 31, 7th in the East. They go to Detroit on Monday. That's a big game. They're 8th uh, in the East, so we're going to try to keep pace with them, stay a game ahead, especially with the Pacers winning today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat Atlanta, so they're, uh, they're now 6th in the East. And, uh, yeah, let's keep it going. Let's just keep fighting and uh, get some Ws, bullies. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. All right, switching over to the Bears. It's bear season almost. Let's get it, man. Those bear are my boys. down. Bear down. We about to do uh, semi-big things, right, this year? Semi-big things, Hey, man. if you talk to our boy Eli, we're going to go 14 and 2. Every year. <laughs> Every Eli, year, man. Yo, shout out our boy Eli for staying so positive, man. I love that about you, Eli, big Eli goes to the schedule every year with a fine-tooth comb and uh, only only finds two Bears losses. So, man, yeah. shout out to him. That's every year, dedication. we're in the group chat, <laughs> and we try to make an over-under. And me, Nick, our boy Etter, come up with, like, a decent over-under. Like, I think last year it was, like, eight or had, eight and I, a half. I had five. And Eli's like, no, nah, dude, ten and six. Easy. Yeah, easy. Maybe 11 and five, mm-hmm. actually. We're like, yo, I love it, bro, but you are out of your mind. We'll lose to the Packers twice. The rest of the games are winnable. <laughs> yeah, we'll lose to the Packers <laughs> twice, but everybody else, W. It's it's like, all right, homie. <laughs> all right, um, so the, the free agent news mm-hmm. is the Bears are looking to sign Mike Glennon. Now, if you don't know who that is, it's because he hasn't played since 2004. You're not alone. <laughs> but, hey. Initially, first thoughts when me and you when me and you saw it were like, "This guy's a bum." We, we were prepared to throw Mike Glennon in the trash over the next ten minutes, right? Just right. to let everybody know. <laughs> yeah, just to give a little background on Mike Glennon, he uh, was drafted by Tampa Bay. He's six seven, yeah, six seven, uh, long, lanky white dude from mm-hmm. NC State. Brock Osweiler. Yeah, he's like a Brock. Yeah, Brock. Uh, hey, shout out ASU. Brock, Brock the Bandit Osweiler. <laughs> yeah, the Bandit stealing. The bandit. Stealing in broad Money daylight. bags. <laughs> him, and Joe, him and Joe Kim have the same agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Jason Hayward. We'll get to that later. Um, so, yeah, that's who we're looking at to bring uh, to bring in to replace Jay Cutler. Um, the last full season he played was a rookie in 2013. He had a 60% completion rate, which is decent. 19 touchdowns, 9 interceptions for a rookie, which is not bad. And then he was kind of dethroned when uh, – Crab legs. Crab legs. Winston, Jameis, when Jameis. We're going to do it then. We're going to do it then. <laughs> That's my boy, man. Shout Jameis, out Jameis, Shout out Jameis. Shout out famous Jameis, he watch what he, he got to watch what he says. Jameis, car-carrying member of the club, just so you know. Yeah, so Jameis uh, won the national championship, went to Tampa Bay, took the took the starting job uh, from Glennon, mm-hmm. and the rest is history. Glennon's a free agent, and we're looking to pick him up. So, yeah, so Mike initial Glennon. thoughts, yeah. Uh, initial thoughts on hearing Mike Glennon was just the most Bears move of all time and right. also what happens when you waste six or seven years on Jay Cutler. Um, you start looking at Mike Glennon. It's like 
It's kind of like you're dating a girl, right? And she's just bogus. It's an awful relationship, right? right. And then you get out of that relationship, and the, the, the first one you see is like that's the greatest a, thing ever. Yes, that's, that's a, Mike Glennon, right? Yes, so Mike, Mike Glennon is the rebound right now right. from six years of awful Jay Cutler relationship. Right. Um. So you know, you look at it. Yeah, I mean, the guy first off has only thrown eleven passes since 2014, right? But career sixty percent completion, thirty touchdowns against fifteen picks. Yep. So uh, two to one. Touchdown interception ratio. Um, it's why untold. not? At Another, this point, man, why not? You right. know, if you look at one thing about the Bears over the last few years is when we throw a backup in there, for whatever reason, they seem to do all right. Whether yeah. that be Hoyer, uh, whether that be, uh, what was my man that went to the Bucks afterwards, McCown. Yeah, McCown. Uh, whether that be some of these bums that we seem to find, they actually go in there and they manage the game. Yeah, no. So can Mike Glennon be that guy? I can't believe we're having a talk about Mike Glennon right now. Yeah. But can Mike Glennon be that guy? Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, to piggyback off what you're saying about the girlfriend, I think it's just time for us to move on from Jay. Yeah. So if it's Mike Glennon, then that's fine. Yeah. Jay, we're, we're on Tinder right now. Yeah. Swiping, swiping right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the thing about the Jay thing for me is like, I had an up and down relationship with Jay. I used to love him. Then I yeah. had this real rocky patch where like I hated him. I thought right. he was soft. Right. And then I went back to loving him again. And the thing about it for me is, at the end of the day, bro, that's the best Bears quarterback we've ever had and ever yep. seen, right? Yep. So, like, I know it wasn't working out. It's not working out. He's not going to take us where we want to go. So, give him his respect. Let him Let him. Let him go. Let man. him go. Let, let him, him go. move it's on. Just, and, it's not working out, Joe. Right, exactly. Um, it's exactly. not working out. Yeah, I mean... I was the same way. I've been hot and cold on Jay, mostly hot. I, I was one of the last people on the Jay boat as yeah. it was going down. Me too, I was man. there, you know, yeah, no, no life too. preserver, no nothing, man, just <laughs> going down with him. Yeah. And uh, over the last couple seasons, man, I just, I couldn't, it became indefensible. Exactly. You know, you're sitting there like he makes a, a, an amazing play, and you're like, yeah, that's the guy I've been waiting yep. for. And then he has like a, those five picks to uh, D'Angelo Hall. Yeah. So, um, and his attitude, just, his attitude about it killer, is just, right? yeah, yeah, I don't think he's a leader. Uh, he's not accountable, you know, things like that. So, I mean, we don't have to sit here and talk about right. Jay Cutler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mike Glennon, man. I mean, hey, he can come in. Maybe he can do some things. We need somebody to play the position next year. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't just go in there with nobody. I don't I don't know who else we have. David Phils. Right. Uh, maybe we try to bring another, back Hoyer. Another thing for me that I, I, I don't mind the Glennon move is because maybe that won't make us use our third pick and absolutely reach for some quarterback that's not ready, like, right. a, like a Deshaun Kaiser right. or a Mitch Trubisky, who's everybody's really, really high on. And I don't really see it. these Mitch Trubisky's and I don't, whatnot. Yeah. I don't see it. So, yeah. like, I, and like wait, who else? Deshaun Kaiser, Joshua Dobbs. Watson. He's trash. I watched him a ton Sean on the Watt, SEC. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. I, I got love for Deshaun Watson, but I don't yeah. think he's a number three. I, he's he's going to take some time. Right, exactly. So maybe the Mike Glennon pick up – the Mike Glennon pickup lets us not reach for a quarterback that's not ready, yeah. and we waste a third overall pick when we could go maybe get Malik Hooker, uh, Hooker from Ohio State, pick up a safety that uh, you know can make plays out out on the defensive end, playing center field. You know, somewhere in a bar um, near the Purdue campus is the answer to our questions. Kyle Orton. <laughs> What's he doing, man? Where can we find him? Call Kyle, man. If there if there's one, Dude, that's your to this boy, huh? Right now, the love I have for Kyle Orton is real. Um, Mr. Third and Eight. Mr. Third and Eight, bro. Mr. Mr. Third, Third and eight. eight, Kyle Orton, man. Where are you? <laughs> you know, the quiet warrior. We need you to continue to rumble on, man. You know. Um, but, like, seriously, where's Kyle Orton? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy what the quarterbacks are getting money, like, yeah. getting paid nowadays. I, we were just talking about this before the show. 
Sean, um, excuse me. Mike. Uh, Mike Glennon is demanding $14 million. $14 million. dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. He's gonna, he's, he's getting looks from us. He's getting looks from the Jets. So, like, he's going to see that money from either us or someone else. It's like being a starting pitcher in baseball, man. Yeah. Pretty much if you can go yeah, in there lefty, and you can yeah, give the right. games. Yeah, remember, like, Edwin Jackson got $52 million from the Cubs? Like, right. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. If you can go in there and play the position, there's so many – there's just – such a void there yeah. that, uh, yeah, you'll see guys like Mike Glennon get $13 million a year, which is crazy. Yeah, so, and you <clears> mentioned <throat> if Alshon's not going to, if, if we're going to give him 14 we got to be able to figure out Yeah, a I think to- Alshon's uh, number is $17 million on that franchise tag, yeah. and the Bears aren't going to do it, which I, I don't know who else you're spending that money on because right. the Bears have a ton of cap space. Right, exactly. And uh, why not bring back Alshon? Because you know what's going to happen. He's going to go over there. He's going to go to Green Bay, sign with the pack, and make beautiful music. Against yeah, us somewhere. twice yeah. twice a year. So, yeah. I mean, or, you know, go over there to New England or something Man, like that. That would really hurt me if, he, would, if he went to the Packers because he would be, he'd could be happen, a monster man. over there. It could happen, man. So, um, so, yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, well, at least hey, the, the the positive thing for me is that we're trying to make moves. We're trying to do something. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I always try to go into the season on a, on a positive note. So, Mike Glennon, we don't know enough about him to, to, to not rock with him. So bring him to town. Let's see what's up, and we, we can go from there. So you got nothing to lose. When in, doubt, when in doubt, call Mike Glennon. Bears. Mike Glennon to the rescue. Let's go. So as you guys know, I'm the Cubs fan. You know, hey, shout out Javi Baez. If I, I wish I could turn around and, and join. But, yeah, I got my Baez on. Javi Bud Billiken Baez. Smoothest boy out here. Shout out Puerto Rico. Hey, Puerto Rico. <laughs> um. I was so my boys that uh, from high school I saw I was on social media running through and a couple of them are out in Arizona at the spring training and I'm like yeah man that's like that's what I used to do out in Arizona right that right was like a, that was like an Arizona staple you go check you got you got to go check out the spring you training go check out the spring training so it's like baseball is really really close man it's really coming mm-hmm. so um this week uh, Cubs GM uh, Jed Hoyer did a, a interview with Buster Olley from ESPN. Cornball. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like Buster? I do not like Buster. I think Buster. I don't like anybody right, who though. covers baseball on ESPN ever since they let go of my man Harold Reynolds. Hey, shout yeah. out Harold Reynolds. He, Harold's still eating though. He's on Fox. He's, he's not, that's not eating though. Bro. He's still he's at, eating? The, he's at the table, but he's not eating. Like, he's, not eat, <laughs> he's not eating like the crucker. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. So uh, Jed Hoyer sat down with Buster only, and um, Buster kicked it off with a great first question, and was like. When did you and Epstein and all the and everybody the the front office get together and have like the first meeting after winning the World Series? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a good question. Like, good I question. wonder like when they all linked up and like actually got back together. So Jed goes into this whole story about they had the parade on that Friday and then they went to the GM meetings. Like I think I don't, I, I didn't catch the day, but it was like a couple days after that, and. I guess historically the GM meetings are pretty relaxed and, you know, there's a lot of time for other – there's a lounge where other GMs hang out with GMs and they yeah. drink beer. And it's just like kinda, a, yeah, I think it's like a big – that's like the whole a, point, yeah. Right. And a trade, some things might happen might during happen, that. Might happen, just yeah. a little couple conversations. An informal setting that kind of, yeah. Whatever. So Jed says they get down there and, you know, like he, uh, he pulls Theo to the side and he's like, hey, like, basically, like, wh- how do you want to structure this? Like, how do you want to go about these meetings? Like – what are you looking to do, basically? Mm-hmm. And Theo's like, what do you mean? What am I looking to do? Like, our season ran the longest out of anyone. Yeah. We won the World Series. We're behind. So, th- literally, basically, Jed was like four or five days after the parade. Theo is in full go mode 
to next season. Right, right. And away. it's like that's the if 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 you need anything in the front office, that's what you need. Yep. You need people like that that are not gonna sit back, enjoy everything. Don't get too high. Don't get too. Don't low. get too high. Don't get too low, and just push forward. Yeah. He um. And Theo's pushed through the highs and the lows. I right. mean, for a long time, this team was the lows when he right. was there, and they're you know trotting out under five hundred teams, and yeah, now he's at the, the highest mountaintop. Yeah, his mentality is just we. I must move forward. We must keep winning. Yep. He he loves the feeling of winning so much, and he knows what goes into that. So he Comes has addicted to, to it. Yeah, it's yeah. like he has to put in that work, yeah. which is great. Like I wish he would go eat breakfast with Pace. And the Bears, you know what I mean? Like, go rub rub some of this off on the rest right, of these cats. You right. know what I'm saying? Which is uh, which is great. That's what you need in the front office. So shout out Theo for staying focused and always going to get it, man. Yeah, man. He earned every that new that new contract he just got. He's going to earn every, every penny. Every penny. Every, they should have paid him more. Right. Every penny. So he's uh, they get down there. They're already talking business. And then I was uh, so I'm going through the. I saw my boys at spring training. I'm going through uh, the numbers. First off, you have any thoughts on that, Theo? Like, that's what you need in the front. No, hundred percent. I couldn't agree more, man. I mean, I think Theo has shown that his approach, you know, his demeanor, everything, the way that he goes about handling right. his business is the right way. And the fact that, yeah, I mean, you—that wasn't just winning a World Series. That was winning right. a World Series with the Chicago Cubs. Right. You had every right to sit back and really do exactly. nothing for the next twelve exactly. months. Exactly. So exactly. the fact that he's right, I mean, he could do nothing for the next three years, and I mean, he'll <laughs> right. forever live in infamy or right. famous in Chicago. So right. I mean, the fact that he is right back to work and getting right, right back straight at it kind of lets business. you know what like, those guys are. About and those are the guys that you want in your front office. So for sure, Theo Jed. Um, what's the other guy's name? I forget his name. Um, yeah, those guys are great. So yeah. So, so then uh, I don't really pay attention to spring training, preseason football numbers. I don't pay attention to preseason basketball stats. <laughs> like if that was the case, Caleb Haney is the greatest quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. Right. So it's like I don't really pay attention to this, but. Jason Hayward, I that caught that, <laughs> that caught my eye, yo. So, so also in the in the same uh, in the same Buster Only interview, Jed goes in detail about Hayward, and he's been he got down he moved down to Arizona early, and he's so happy that he's showing commitment from uh, you know his hundred and eighty plus million dollar man. Like he doesn't need to do that type no, of thing. Yeah, he's, he's hitting off the tee. He said uh, Jed said he's been hitting. He he hit off the tee for three weeks. Before he took live pitching, it's like, wow, like this is great. Like he's showing commitment. Like Jason Hayward right now in spring training is 0 for 15. 0 for 15. Now, like I said. What was he in the playoffs, man? I mean, wasn't he like three or four for something ridiculous? Something like that. Something awful. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. It was really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. He was bad in like 100. Yeah, it was not less. Yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. So. Like I said, I don't pay attention to that garbage. It's the preseason. Like, don't tell me, don't talk to me about no preseason stats. Yeah. But for the way he closed the year, to get to spring training, and you you're over and you're over fifteen. Yeah. He didn't play today, so that was mm-hmm. through Saturday. He was over fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. So that that kind of concerns me, especially. I mean, obviously everything is gravy because we just won the World Series, yeah. but like. He's going to have to earn some of this money. You know, he won the World soon. Series despite of Jason Hayward's right. best efforts to not make it happen. Right. He got benched, right? Yeah. Yeah. Solaire played a bunch. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he um, he was struggling. Really struggling. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and Joe, Joe Madden went on to say, like, hey, he likes his approach. And, you know, he's mm-hmm. very... Very managerial. Right. He's got to keep him confident. <laughs> exactly. He can't yeah, trash right. him and be like, yeah, yeah. right now Jason's right. playing like right. trash. Yeah. 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 But, I mean... Something's gonna have to change if he. If I mean, there's just no way he can come out there and 
start the season. And was there still five years left on that deal, right? Five or whatever. Yeah, so that was like seven, seven yeah. hundred eighty-four. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, he's, he's got to do something, man. Guaranteed. Uh, the, his right. saving grace is that he's such a good defensive player that he's not a negative out there on the field yeah. uh, when he's not hitting, um, which is kind of how he stayed in the lineup last yeah, year in the playoffs. 100%. But um, yeah, I mean, something has to change for one hundred eighty-four million dollars, and you're really only in the second year of that deal now. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jason Hayward, 0 for 15 to start the 0 season. 0 for 15 to start the season. Hey, but it's it's the pre spring training. Yeah, we'll I'm not see. too worried about it. We'll like see you what said, the spring training stats, right. um, not that important. But if he continues it through the season and the Cubs are winning, if you're Joe Madden, do you make a move? Of course. Yeah. You have to. You have to, even if they're winning? Yeah. Okay. I mean, unlo- yeah. Unless, if his defensive numbers are still strong, are just ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean... And I, and dude, I mean, our top to bottom, our lineup has tons of bats. Yeah, I mean, they can they, they can, can absorb him. That. Yeah, they can, exactly. They yeah. can absorb him just like struggling. they did last year because he didn't have but, a great year no, overall last no, year. Not yeah, at all, right. But yeah, I mean, you gotta. At what point do you? Yeah, I mean, at what point? You know, it was one thing to bench him in the playoffs, but at what point do you look in the regular season and put him down right, if he's not right, hitting right. well? So hopefully yeah. they don't get to that point. But uh, that is a real thing. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, a couple quick notes on the White Sox, man. Um, you know, obviously the Cubs are the big story right now, but of course, I kind of wanted to ask your opinion on something with the White Sox. Yeah, do you feel that the Cubs going ahead and winning that World Series and the approach that they took to it, which was really tearing the entire thing down, yeah. rebuilding the farm system, getting these young guys playing, yep. losing a whole bunch of ball games, bought the White Sox more time with their rebuild that they kind of started this year? I mean, it of course. It has to. I mean, if you could just look across town and say, yeah. "Hey, even if the even if like the the White Sox people and fans are like, hey, man, we're just, hey, give us some time, right? Let's see what the Cubs did. They broke it down and built it back up, and now they're they're going to be top of the league for a long time.' Because if I'm Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams, that's exactly what I'm pointing down right. to. Like we've tried this approach of trying to bring guys in and you know make the big splashes yeah. and everything like that. It never really works. And uh, yeah, I mean, up until I saw that Cubs thing, I was really against moving Sale. Because yeah. first off, he wasn't making any money. I think Sale was making like ten or eleven million dollars yeah. a year. Yeah. He's one of the top five pitchers in the game, if not top two, top three. And uh, he was young, so I mean, you could keep him yeah. around. They had him sign for the next few years. Chicago guy, yeah, man, he's got a lot of attitude. Right. He cut up his jersey last right. year. Uh, Chris <laughs> right. Sale, man, yeah, a little bit of a wild card guy. But I, I just liked him a lot. But then you know, when they made that deal, by all accounts, they got a great haul from it. Yeah, um, Makata's supposed to be a really good player. Got a couple other guys. Um, so is that the strategy? You know, you're looking at the roster right now. Quintana's still on the roster. Jose Abreu's still on the roster. Todd yeah. Frazier is still on the roster. Yeah. If you don't plan on winning this year, do you move those guys, continue to build up your farm system, be bad for the next couple years, and yeah. kind of take that Cubs approach? I think the Cubs kind of opened something up with that, you know, um, just really rebuilding from the bottom. Now, they had the luxury of doing that because yeah. Theo had a lot of equity coming in, and he could say that. Um, but is that an approach that the White Sox should take? And, you know, did the Cubs buy them more time with that? And I think the answer is yeah. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I think uh, I think professional sports a lot of time is just a copycat. It's a copycat Whoever's thing. winning, like, why are, they, right. why are they so successful all the time? Like, what do they do to just, like, right. go back and win that World Series? So, right. like, if you can go back and kind of emulate what they're doing and try to build around that way and do what they All do. it takes is it for to work for one team. Because you lay exactly. look at yeah, like you just said, like look at the NBA. The Warriors shoot 30, 40 threes a game. Now yeah. everybody's copying yeah. that. You look at Houston shooting 50 threes a game, you yeah. know, so, yeah. Yo, shout out Mike D'Antoni for being ahead of his time. D'Antoni. I don't even like him, but I don't he was, like him either. I but, think uh, that, he's doing, yo, the James Harden was, to point guard move is freaking brilliant. Yeah, and, what, um, and, and yeah. basically what everybody's doing now is what the Suns did years ago. Years ago, yeah. so. Hey, man, shout out Mike. Yep. Teams are going to be shooting 53s a game pretty soon. Absolutely. So. Yep.
All right, switching over to national. Yo, my boy from Washington, John Ross, ran a 4-2-2 at the combine. Crazy. That's the record. Yeah. That boy got Fla- flew. flying, flew. bro. Flew. And if you hear before he ran, the dude, who, I don't know who the announcer was, he was like, hey, he told me he was going to run a 4-2. Yeah, yo, he said yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it real real, subtle. Told, always, me, told me he's gonna run a four two. <laughs> they're on that golf talk. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, combine, right. They're like, yeah. <laughs> like on that Tariko. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, in case uh, in case you missed it, John Ross from Washington. First off, had a huge year out of the Pac twelve during the season. Um, seventeen up, touchdowns. Yeah, seventeen man. touchdowns. Put up big numbers. He was a uh, their legitimate threat uh, for Washington. Um, he ran a four two two at the combine, breaking Chris Johnson's record. That stood for. Almost Chris Johnson like came out what years, 2004, yeah. 2000. No, I don't think he wanted to come out 2005, 2006. Yeah, it's like right? ten yep. years almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's uh, it's been up there a while. So no, people not running four two twos all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that's moving. So <laughs> he runs his four two two. He breaks the record, and Adidas has this thing. They've had it for years now. It hasn't always. They they have different like prizes they give away if right. you wear their. Like most up to date speed, crazy light, Odita boost, crazy light shoe. Right. And you break the 40 record, you get a prize. And this year it was an island. So Ross was wearing Nikes though. Oh. So Ross takes off, he runs his 422 in Nikes, breaks the record. And after <laughs> Michael Irvin grabs him and he's like, Yo, why didn't you run in Adidas if you, if you would have run it, like broke the record in Adidas? Right. They would have given you an island. <laughs> and Ross goes, and I quote, I can't swim very well, and I don't have a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he, and I was like, okay. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you can't argue with yeah, that, man. He kept it 100 kept the whole 100. Way. What am I going to do with this island? Right, but what about his homies that can swim, though? Oh. If I'm his homies, I'm like, damn, bro. You're not thinking about the homies? Like, we could have. Well, we also, where, where is Adidas holding on to an island for the past 10 know. years? I'm trying to figure that out. That's a good question. And how do they maintain this island? Like, I is wonder it, where it's at. Yeah, that's crazy. It sounds like some lost shit to me. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Adidas <laughs> Island, where you never where you never come back, man. Right. Where so, Derrick Rose's knees are. So the, it was a great response. <laughs> he just kind of shrugged it off like, I don't need an island. Yeah. I'm not going to use that island. I can't even swim. Yeah. So don't even trip. Don't worry about that. It's all island. good, man. Don't sign with Adidas, man. Your ACLs have a have a expiration yeah, date when you sign with Adidas. <laughs> Talk to Robert Griffin the third about that one. Yeah, RG, RG three <laughs> shit still. In Remember shorts. that year when Adidas had like four or five guys go Low out with knee injuries? Yeah, they do from uh, Louisville. Yep, <laughs> it was just all Adidas Every, all over all the place. All Everybody over was wearing Adidas. Was just down. Le- legs were. That was the year RG three went down. I mean, People's, Mike Shanahan ran him to the ground. Yeah. Um, but yeah, RG three went down. Derrick Rose went down. My man, he came out as. Leg, bro, like you had all types of shit. I'm pretty yeah. sure Theismann was probably wearing Adidas yeah, when he took key. that hit. Um, Adidas, man, three stripes, three surgeries. So yeah, shout out uh, John Ross. Congratulations on that four two two, man. Uh, how do you think that's gonna translate? That's what I was gonna say. It'll be interesting to see how it translates. Because he was I mean, a player in college, I think he'll be all right. Like if right. you look, if, if I looked at his numbers and it was like some Bernard Berrien type shit, where like he caught eight <laughs> passes and right. who was the dude we drafted from Oklahoma, Mark Bradley? Yeah, Mark Bradley. I think that yeah. dude had caught like twelve passes at Oklahoma, but ran a four three, and we were like, right. oh yeah, yeah, we can just put him on the field. Yeah, we'll just slide him in. Yeah, just slide him in there, man. Just like running a straight line. Darius Hayward Bay. Darius Hayward Bay. Yeah, yeah so six four ran like, a. Four. He's still in the league though, yeah. getting a check. Yeah, he's so yeah, that speed is still tantalizing somebody. Um, but yeah, I mean. How does that translate, man? You've seen workout warriors, man. You've seen the workout warriors before. 
I mean, he didn't. He didn't really return too much. I don't think at Washington. Maybe he did though, but I, I, I don't think he did. I don't see anything. I'm yeah. returning from him. Yeah. But um, hey man, speed. You, the, the the thing you already know the story. The thing with speed, you can't teach you it. You can't teach it. So like the 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 one thing that a coach is gonna say is like, dude, give me the guy with the speed. Right. And I'll teach him what I want him to do and how to do it. Especially in these spread offenses now, where these little slot receivers and things like that yeah. are really taking over. I mean, you got a guy like that that can run a four two. Little guy's only five eleven, so. Yeah. Tyreek Hill type. Right. Yeah. 422 is that's, that's flying. Moving, bro. And if you watched it, my man's was just effortless. <laughs> effortless. Yeah. Effortless. Yeah. effortless. Didn't, like, yeah, he got the he yeah, he got the he, he got the, the boosters, bro. He has the Jets. Straight bro. like that. <laughs> yeah, man. My man John Ross, man. Hopefully, uh, maybe the Bears will get him and he can team up with Mike Glennon and we can have a tandem. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Glennon Glennon the Ross. Glennon the Ross. <laughs> Glennon the Ross. It'll be like Brady to uh Edelman. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Mike Ross. Yeah. Switch it over to... Uh, go ahead. So, yeah, man. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring out, and I don't know if he qualifies for Cornball of the Week, but we, we, we need to mention my man, not my man, Rodney Magruder. Uh, so, if you were watching the game yesterday... <laughs> not, he said, not my man. If you were watching the game yesterday, <laughs> Rodney Magruder dunked over Shannon Fry, yeah. and as he came down, he smacked him on the back. And they're and they're up thirty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Miami Heat are up thirty one. Right on on Cleveland. On yeah. Cleveland, yeah. Um, and you look over to the bench, and uh, there is the immortal J.R. Smith, and he gets up, and he doesn't like that too much. You know, he starts yapping back at Magruder, and I'm guessing he's telling Magruder, you know, you're a rookie man, like you have, you have no right doing that. Da, 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 you know, all that respect stuff, and it turns into a big bench clearing type situation. Um, and at one point. We have a showdown, what looks like it's going to be a showdown between yeah. J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters, yeah. which for pure entertainment value would be amazing. I'm paying pay-per-view. Bro, J.R. is it. like the refined version of Waiters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, J.R. is the Hennessy, Waiters is the Martell. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, right. Right. <laughs> once J.R. got to uh, Cleveland and found his dad and LeBron James, LeBron yeah. kind of taught him how to be a man. Yeah. J.R. got, or Dion got kicked out of Cleveland for asking for the ball too much. Dude, that's um, an awesome just, story. Yeah, it is awesome. Oh, man, I, I should tell, tell that, that story one day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, and I just thought that that was going to be great. But, I mean, back to the whole fight thing. Rodney Magruder, I don't know where he gets off smacking Shannon Fry in the back or doing anything like right. that. I'm all about going out there having a good time, man. I'm not buttoned up like that. But at the same time, uh, Shannon Fry is a champion in this league. He's been yeah. in this league for a long yeah. time. And last year, Rodney Magruder was playing with the Sioux Falls Sky Force. So, uh, <laughs> Do your homework, man. You know, put up some buckets in this league. The Sioux Falls Sky, Sky Force. Force. And that's not a joke. That's where he was playing last year in Sioux right. Falls, Iowa. Um, so, like, come on, man. Do your homework, man. Get your respect up. Get your bars up before you come at someone like Shannon Fry. Not like he's a god or anything, but, like, bro, you're Rodney Magruder. We didn't know who you were before this happened. Straight up. Yeah. So. Yeah, check yourself. Bro. Check yourself. Check, you're, check you're, Yeah. <laughs> Spolstra, Holland. Maybe Deion Waiters will give him some leadership that he needs. <laughs> All right, for our third segment, the fun segment, you know it's Draco season. Or at least that's what Future said. Rat Tat got a little kickback. You already know Draco what time it is. Man. So we're gonna do a little, a little, a little quick question. Also, Rap- Future, Future's album going strong for the third week straight. Yeah, third week straight. That's still the best album out in the country. Shot, mm-hmm. shot. Yeah, man. Oh, that boy. It finally replaced culture. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> Couldn't believe it, man. It replaced culture in the <laughs> yeah, rotation. Please that culture, man. All right, so yeah, this is gonna be the Draco rapid fire questions. <laughs> I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna kick it off for you, Nick. All right, what you I'm gonna, got? I'm gonna, I'm gonna need some interesting answers out to you right here too. All right, question number one: 
Who is the second greatest Chicago athlete of all time? Because we know who number one is. Right. He's right behind me. Kyle Orton? <laughs> no. Kyle, 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 Kyle Orton. Uh, second greatest Chicago athlete of all time. Um, I mean, I think that it, it, it's pretty obvious, man. It's going to have to be Walter Payton. Yeah. As far as impact on the city, uh, I think you got to look at a few things when you're talking about most important athlete. Does their legacy live past them? You know, and in this yeah. case, yeah, it transcends. You still talk about Walter Payton. Right. How important were they when they were playing? There was no bigger game in town than the 85 Bears. Yeah. And also on the national scene, I mean, Walter Payton's considered one of the greatest football players of all time. So I think you got to look at Payton um, as the second most popular Chicago or most important Chicago athlete of all time. Then you kind of get into your Ernie Bankses. You get into your uh, not an athlete, but Mike Dicka as far as importance. I mean, yeah. he's taken that 85 thing and wrote it out for the last 30 years yeah. and made a whole bunch of money off of that. Um, you know, Hull. Um, Gail Sayers is Gail Sayers is up yeah. there. Buckus. More recently, I guess you could look at Erlocker, but will Erlocker's name ring out 20 years from now? We don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know, though. I don't know. It if could. It, it could. He was a monster. He for was, a long man. Time. He was. He was. Um, and they second made it to greatest, a Super Bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. Second greatest athlete of all time? Probably not. No. Not at all. I'm no, gonna have I, to, I, I wouldn't go on Walter Payton yeah, over him. I'm going to have sure. to agree with you on the, on, on the sweetness. But when I was thinking about this, one other thing I looked at. Um, I know you're. I know you're gonna disagree with this, Pippen. What? In terms of importance, man, um, because of how you automatically think Jordan when yeah. you think about the greatest athlete of all time, yeah. and Pippen's not far off that, man. I mean, I understand he was the second best player wow. on that team, but as far as importance, man, he was vastly Pippen, important. Yeah. Pippen was extremely important, yeah. and still is extremely important and very relevant. I know you're not going to like it because I've heard you clown Scotty before. I've heard you clown Scotty before. Bro, I, don't, I don't know. I know it's, it's not popular, and I don't know if I'm going to put him overpaid and just think on it, man. I'm just saying. You got to think about the championship legacy and things like that. Um, Pippen was there, dog. Yeah. Pippen was there the entire time, and he Pippen was. could ball. And, and in today's NBA, Pippen would be a monster. And Pip, when Jordan left, still had us deep in the playoffs, and yeah. he was playing real Except well. Except for when he wouldn't go back into that game. Yeah, but, I mean, that's Pip. That's Pip. Yeah. That's Pip for you. Like. <laughs> if you know anything about Pip, that's, that's Pip. no tipping Pippen, no tip as he's known around town. Shout out Pip. Yeah, he yeah. might give you a dollar at Gibson's. All right, here you go. Number, uh, number two, who's the best rapper in the game right now today? Oh. Uh, this is don't AJ, don't mess this question up. Best rapper <laughs> in the game right now. What kind of rapper, man? Just overall rapper in the game right now? Best rapper in the game right now today. Or or it doesn't have to be best, your favorite rapper and why? Right now, okay, so right now, I mean I bump a lot of currency, man. I'm not going to lie hey, to you, man. the hot spitter. The hot spitter, man. <laughs> um, the stoned immaculate, you know, I bump a lot of currency. The reason I bump a lot of currency is that this man, I think they said that he dropped 14 albums in 2016. So, like, once you're yeah. done with the currency tape, you're not going to put on a currency tape and expect something different, right? right. He's going to talk about fast cars. He's going to talk about smoking weed. Yep. He's going to talk about kicking it at the crib, and you can relate. Right. You know what I mean? He doesn't put himself <laughs> at some level that you can't relate to. Right. But you know he's on some other shit. So currency currency keeps the releases coming, man. And he stays true to himself. Right, he doesn't need the radio singles. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm going with Spitter right now. Currency, who's the currency person in sports? Oh, that's a good question, man. Who can, we, the, who can we compare currency to in sports? Consistently putting out hits, but not not overstated. Yeah. 
That's a good question, man. We, we should got, ask me got, that before. We We're got gonna to come play. back to that. On Wednesday, we will let you know who the currency of sport <laughs> Who's is. Who's the currency we of got sport? The cur- that's a good question. Write Straight that down. Up. AJ, man, let's take a note on that one. That's some, right. some good stuff. My last Draco question. Draco. What do you order from Portillo's? Uh, <laughs> combo. What The Italian beef? Italian beef sausage combo. combo I'm a combo guy, bro. Definitely yeah, a combo for guy. That's it. What else? But but I'll put you onto something. If you haven't had the beef and cheese croissant yet, you're sleeping. They take the Italian beef, they put it inside a croissant, and yeah. they put the cheese in it. Yeah. Dog, stupid. That's it. Draco. Over, game over. Game over situation. <laughs> like someone put me onto it. I tried. The I was like, yo, this beef and cheese, cheese croissant, bro. You take Italian beef. Yeah. Same amount that you put in the sandwich. You cut open the croissant. The croissant's like slightly toasted. You know, a nice little brown right. to it. Put a little bit of cheese in there. Right. Wrap that up. Let that cheese melt. Bruh. 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 <laughs> Heat. Heat. All right. Heater. Uh, with the cheese fries, and I'm probably going to grab a shake. Um, shout out to Pratillo's chopped salad, too, by the yeah, way. That chopped salad hits, bro. All right. So sweetness, currency, combo. Combo. Cheese fries. Cheese fries. Shake. Shake. All right. Done. All right. Um... I got some Draco questions for my let's man go, right let's here. Go, I only Draco, got two Draco. for you. It's one Draco of them has been season. really popular this week, so I had to ask All it. Right, let's go. Uh, but the first one's going to be, what's the biggest game in town right now? The biggest game the in biggest town? The biggest game in town when it comes to Chicago sports. It's the Blackhawks. You think it's the Blackhawks yeah. right now, without a doubt? I'll tell you why. Okay. We were supposed to go with some clients recently, mm-hmm. and if you want to sit in the lower bowl, you better have six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Oh yeah, easy. A, a ticket. A ticket. So, I mean, the market will tell you what's what's the hottest game in town right now, and it's the Blackhawks. Okay. If the Bears start winning. Are they bigger than the Blackhawks? Of course. Without a doubt, right? If the Bears win eight games, they're the, the biggest. T- if if the Bears win two games in a row, <laughs> it's no the one, biggest no one's thing talking in about history. We like, yeah, no one's talking about anything. If we show, if the Bears show, it's a Bears town. We show any type of promise. Yeah, Bears all day. So are the Hawks the biggest game in the town or the hottest game in town? Hottest. The hottest game in That's town. Still is the hottest the game in town. Are the, are the Bears still the biggest game in town? If you, every team won a championship, right? Every single Chicago team's Cubs, and now the Cubs curse is over. We can just yep. put it straight up as a Cubs win. Yep. White Sox, Blackhawks, Bulls, if the Bears, Bears, Fire. If the Bears Sky. are 5-1. and one, Shout out Chicago. And Sky. we're playing the Packers and they're 5-1. That's the biggest, it's the biggest game, game almost in, town. in the country. All right. So, like, yeah. Bears victory means the most. Yeah. Bears. I was going with that, too, yeah. man. I think the Bears shut the city down. No doubt. For sure. No doubt. Um, and then this question, this is, I'm going to call this one the fan question of the week because we got about three or four people asking to ask this okay. question. <laughs> uh, so, shout out to Edder, man. You were very persistent with this one and you got it on. Yeah. Bears currently have five point guards on the roster. Bulls. Bulls, I'm yeah. sorry. Bulls yeah, yeah, currently yeah. have five point guards on the roster. Yeah. Survivor. Vote three out of the five of them off the island. So we got Isaiah Cannon. Yep. Jaron Grant. Right. Michael Carter Williams. Yeah. (laughs) MCW. MCW. Campaign. Rondo. So I got to vote three off? Three off. This is too easy. That's what I said. Cannon, he he could pack up. There's no reason for him. No to be reason on the team for him. Anymore. I don't even know why he's still there. He's probably surprised they're still sending him a check every key, week. Offensively, I've seen some sparks where like, oh, he could yeah. score a little bit, but there's no minutes. There's no minutes. There's there. no minutes he left. Could, he could pack up. Mm-hmm. Um, don't well you so, what? Well, okay, so I got Cannon gone. Jay and Grant's gone. He's gone. garbage. He's trash. he's trash. He's trash. Trash. He starts and he's trash. Trash. I don't know what he's doing, too. I don't know. Right. Fred loves that guy, yeah. man. Why are we still playing Jerry and Grant? Um, he, 
he was sitting courtside with Horace Grant. Scotty was, so maybe that has something, that to, has do something to do with it. Maybe a little influence <laughs> you there. Think, you think Horace told him, hey, man, right? Maybe tomorrow, Randy bro. Brown is starting. Randy, Randy Brown. <laughs> you think Jerry Brown's bringing the wire right. into the locker yeah, room, calling call Randy, Randy with the yeah, info? Randy, Randy got a. Uh, Randy's got Grant starting. Snitching ass, Randy Brown. So he's gone. Grant Cannon are gone, and um, MC Dubs. Man, I hate to say it. MC Dub. Are you still on Carter Williams Island? Dog, I want him to be good <laughs> so bad. Why? Like, I don't know. He's 6'7. He's light skinned. He's light skinned. <laughs> That's what it is, bro. You see a lot of yourself in Michael Carter Williams, man. man. So it's like, but yeah. His Instagram's probably popping, man. You know. <laughs> so yeah, I gotta uh yeah, I gotta send uh MCW. MCW, man. Cannon. He's probably and, taking uh, this very hard right now, too. Jerry and Grant, they could all pack up. So you're keeping campaign, champagne and campaign, I'm, and Rondo? I'm keeping campaign, Rondo, yeah. And um, who am I missing? That was it. That was it, yeah. So building yeah, off yeah. of that, let me ask you this. Are you bringing Rondo back next year? For the right price, yeah. Okay. Why not? Why not? He, he, he seems like he, he still wants to play ball. He plays hard. Uh, he's a great teammate from what I read. At least everybody on the second except for, except for Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler. <laughs> so at least for everybody. My vets didn't second, go to the media. On the second unit <laughs> says, I mean, yeah, if we could, yeah, I, I don't see, I don't see why we wouldn't keep him on. He, he can teach, he can teach a little bit. He plays. And, he said Dwayne Wade practices when he wants to. That's my boy. That <laughs> might be biased. That was a biased question for me. Because Dwayne Wade shows up and is like, hey, today I might not do Rondo's it. Rondo's my boy. <laughs> right. so. Yeah, that Instagram post uh, made me love Rajon Rondo, man. I was all for Rondo Island and then I saw that post. And I was like, man, that's sticking up for your that's teammates, bro. That's always been my guy, man. And if I'm Mary Titcher McDermott, I'm giving him 10%. He's just a pure, pure point. I like Rondo, man. And just watching him over these last few games, man, he's having fun out there, man. I think he's doing his thing. Um, I love how they just don't guard him. He still won't shoot. Like Rondo's. He'll shoot a little bit, man. But I mean, mean, he's a pure point. He wants to tell the other day someone was playing like six feet off of him. They were just daring Rondo to shoot. And he was just, nope, making, going in there, making buckets. Is that it? That's it, man. Just those two? That's those two. All right, done. Those are Draco. The Draco. Rapid fire. <laughs> Rat Tack got a little kickback question. Bang, bang. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. No Catch Up episode three will be live. It's live on YouTube as you see it now. Um, Thanks for joining us, Nick. Yeah, Always absolutely, a pleasure, man. my dude. Appreciate being here. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Appreciate the feedback that you guys are giving us. You guys are great. I'm um, going to keep coming with the content. On Wednesday, you're going to find out who is the currency of sports. Yeah, subscribe on the YouTube channel, No Catch Up Chicago, at No Catch Up Chicago on Facebook, at No Catch Up Chicago on Instagram. Um, get with it or get lost. See y'all Wednesday. <laughs>